when you have a thousand different communications and marketing messages going on, going out at once, you need to know where they're going when and be able to have automated systems to help you distribute them at the same time. Welcome to the Marketing Your Purpose podcast. I'm Austin, a marketing and PR gal and small business owner, passionate about enabling purpose-driven businesses to be seen and heard through my purpose-giving gifts. If you're an entrepreneur, marketing leader, or work-from-home boss lady that's tired of crafting campaigns and pitching stories that feel purposeless and in need of a reminder of who you were purposely created to market for, you're in the right place. Inside this podcast, you'll find basic integrated marketing and PR tips that break through the darkness, thoughtful plans to help you launch and sustain your purpose-built thing, encouragement in helping you live by your values in and outside your workplace, and much more. So friend, if you're ready to drive more light into this world by simply marketing your purpose, turn up the volume, grab your coffee, and let's dig in. Ready to organize and execute all your marketing and PR dreams? Say hello to the Purposeful Marketing and PR Playbook, a four-step system to organizing and executing all your marketing and PR dreams without compromising your time and budget. Build your playbook and start marketing your purpose right now. If you've tried the same marketing strategies over and over again and they're no longer working, if you're inconsistent with your marketing due to time constraints and budget, and if you know you have a powerful purpose to share but marketing feels like too much work, this online go-at-your-own-speed course is for you. If you want to stop feeling lost or frustrated by your marketing and communications and start feeling in control of your sales and time so your purpose can shine, you need the Purposeful Marketing Playbook. Visit plumandparcel.com slash playbook to grab it today. Hey friend, it's me. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm going to be real. It's a doozy (laughs) Up a day, uh, evening, I struggled putting my daughter down tonight. I, yes, I podcast in the evenings. Uh, it's the best time I can get quiet space to talk, to think, and I'm just going to be real. It was not how I planned. Um, it's later than I want to be recording, but, um, that is life as a mother and a working woman. <laughs> so um, keeping it real tonight and just saying thank you. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you for listening. It makes me want to show up here regularly and be authentic and vulnerable and real. So um, with that, I'm going to move into our content for the day. It's not um, anything connected to this struggle, this uh, real life. But again, I want to leave you with practical tips and tricks uh, to market and share your purpose. That is what I am here called to do. Um, So we are going to dig into the content now. All right. So um, I want to empower you today, I'm going to be digging into multi-channel marketing or integrated marketing, whatever you want to call it. I want to uh, 
let you know that you can perform multi-channel marketing, especially if you are detail-oriented and organized. Um, That is me and maybe you're, you're similar. It's a lot of work. To, to perform multi-channel marketing. Believe me, it's not easy, but if you are up for the challenge, we today are going to start with five content marketing channels, specifically channels you own that you can begin using to share your message within a multi-channel or integrated marketing strategy. But first, I'm going to start with a personal story. When I first started Plum and Parcel back in 2014, before I closed shop and reopened again, my first client was an artisan source textile company that employed women artisans all over the globe. They were called Peace & Co. and they had a great business strategy. They would partner with big box retail brands. You could think about um, Nordstrom or Nike, to design, produce, and distribute these beautiful custom handcrafted fashion and uh, home products and accessories while investing in these women in their communities all around the world. How I got connected with them, I cannot remember. Like, I really can't put my finger on it. We were both in Chicago. They were based there. I was currently living in Portland, but I'd go out and visit my husband pretty regularly as he was attending business school in Chicago at the time. Yes, we did long distance through our engagement, and that's another story for another time. Um, But yeah, we... We must have connected while I was out in Chicago. I had a major soft spot for companies doing exactly the type of work they were doing. They saw something in me that they liked and trusted. And yeah, we kicked it off. Um, I was pretty fresh out of school at the time. I had a chock full of skills and experience from working at a roll up your sleeve startup called Sevenly, where if I'm honest, I wore a thousand different hats in the marketing and PR world, producing essentially a new mini marketing campaign every week. Uh, Sevenly was, they what they did, what they produced these hand-lettered, uniquely designed t-shirts every seven days to raise funds for a different charity every week. Super inspiring, but yes, we were (laughs) marketing a different set of products and a new partnership every seven days. It was insane and and not sustainable (laughs) at all, but it taught me so much about how to run an effective integrated multi-channel marketing campaign that taps into a multitude of marketing channels at once. I'll have to share more about that roller coaster of a ride another time. But anyways, when the stat, the stars aligned for me to leave Sevenly and start my own biz, there was no hesitation that I'd take this new company on as a client. Thankfully, I'd be focused mainly on one marketing and PR strategy, and that was content. But if you know anything about content, it does not live on one marketing channel alone. And you'll learn that quickly if you decide to move in this direction. 
Anyways, this company hired me specifically to help execute a go-to-market campaign for a global artisan partnership with Nordstrom, partnering, partnering with five-plus major fashion designers. That included Tori Birch, DVF, Allison Olivia, Current Elliott, and Theory Brands. And this campaign would be rolled out across a multitude of marketing channels, including Peace and Co's and Nordstrom's and these designers owned channels. And you can think of that as their social media channels, their email marketing channels, their blog um, or blogs and YouTube channels. And though I supported them on the influencer marketing side as well, that is getting their product to influencers to, to promote their uh, their pieces on or around the day of launch, their content marketing strategy was where they really wanted me to lean in. And I'll just I'll say again, that content is a beast of a marketing strategy in its own right. And it's typically carried out through a multitude of channels, which is why early on in my agency founding and, and my own personal launch, I was glad I got to focus on it and only it for this client specifically. They had tons of beautiful photography, videos, and stories that just they needed to be shared, but they lacked a systemized and organized way to deliver this content to their intended audience. And that's when I jumped in to build an editorial or content calendar, whatever you want to call it, to capture all the content that would be created and distributed across their own channels, including through what specific channel and when. Then once we had agreed upon our plan or our editorial calendar, I was, a, I was able to actually draft and package and distribute that content across their selected marketing channels from social posts on Instagram and Facebook and pins on Pinterest. The goal being to briefly share the individual products and faces of the women artisans who created those products to ghostwriting blog posts to further tell their tell the the artisan stories and the processes they use to create these artisanal products to uploading videos on YouTube to show the woman in action creating the products oh my gosh it keeps going to <laughs> repurposing much of this content for their email newsletter and then of course to even reposting and sharing the content Nordstrom and the fashion designers were publishing too there was a ton going on, <laughs> but I absolutely loved, loved creating an organized system for them. That is this robust, ever evolving content calendar while executing on the actual creation of the content at the same time. Now, I share all that for background to say that multi-channel or integrated marketing, again, you can call it whatever you want, either or. It, it is a major undertaking and it isn't for the faint of heart. At the end of the day, you're doing a thousand things at once. And personally, I, 
I really, truly only think people who are extremely organized and detail-oriented can perform multi-channel marketing on their own. When you have a thousand different communications and marketing messages going on, going out at once, you need to know where they're going when and be able to have automated systems to help you distribute them at the same time. It's a lot, but it can be so effective when you crack the code. And that's why I'm going to advocate for my online course, the Purposeful Marketing and PR Playbook, because I will give you the framework to build an organized system to execute all your marketing and PR dreams. Yes, I'm, I'm going to give you a bunch of new strategies and tactics that you can implement, but the only way you'll actually be able to execute them well is to have an efficient and effective system to organize yourself, to be able to see everything you're going to execute in one place and the tools you'll use to carry those strategies and tactics out. So with all that to say, I want to acknowledge that multi-channel marketing it's it's a lot. I'm not going to say it's easy. It's not. It's a lot. And we're not even <laughs> touching on it really today, but it, it can be done with a bit of organization and desire for detail. And if you're up for the challenge, we're going to start with five content marketing channels, specifically channels you own that you can begin implementing today within a multi-channel or integrated marketing strategy. And I referenced four of them previously. So let's start with content marketing channel number one, social media. Okay, so there's like five channels within social media itself. And you're likely already on several of them. So let's start here. Whether it's Instagram or Facebook, Pinterest or TikTok, start where you're at and more importantly, maybe where your target customer is at and be strategic. The content that lives on most social media platforms has a much shorter half-life, maybe except for, for platforms like Pinterest, which means you'll need to post frequently. Think daily to engage your audience. So I want you to think about what you can actually give to social as it relates to your time. And maybe based on what I just said, Pinterest may be a great place to start, especially if your target demographic happens to be millennial women or females in general. You may not know this, but 76% of all users on Pinterest are females. So it's it's a great platform if, it, if this is your target audience, your target demographic. And um, if you're looking to make a, a bang, uh, with your limited time. So again, social media, great place to start, but it, it is a load of effort and time. So just be strategic with what you have now. Content marketing channel number two is email, email marketing it, it gives you an incredibly powerful way to stay connected to your target customer and build stronger relationships with them. So they are primed to buy when you release a new product or service. If you create value, if you educate, 
if you inspire your existing audience, they will be much more likely to buy from you. Email is also one of those channels you'll want to send weekly. So think ahead of what you'll serve up to your email list as to make the constant emails worth it for your subscribers. And I'd also consider content streams and themes and content you might produce elsewhere that you can cross promote through your email. That's certainly something I do with my podcast. If you're blogging, recap your most recent blog in an email format that for your subscribers and link back to that channel to cross promote your blog. If you just produced a video, share it with your email audience to get them to go watch it and view it. Like me, do you podcast? If you want to podcast, share your latest episode with your subscribers first. There's no need to recreate the wheel here. We have enough content if we're producing elsewhere that we can repurpose via email. But email's a content marketing channel I highly recommend starting on because of the power of building that relationship, that trust, that subscription base of potential customers that you essentially own. Now, the content channel content marketing channel number three I'm going to touch on, touch on is blogging. Now, producing content for a blog is something, again, I recommend highly. It's really a valuable tool for not only boosting your SEO or search engine optimization, that's what SEO stands for, but it also increases your credibility. And I'll break it down for a second. Basically, every time you publish a blog post, it accounts for another index page on your website. Usually your blog can be your your blog is connected to your website um, domain. I, I highly recommend that if you're not doing that currently, make sure that on your website, your, you can access your blog. Um, basically, that means that addition, if you are publishing a blog post regularly, you are going to get additional opportunities for you to show up on the search engine results page, aka Google, and drive traffic to your website. And uh, I don't know, but I found these results on search. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sure you just heard Google in the background. <laughs> she had something to say. Um, anyway, I'm going to say her name again and let's see if that happens again. <laughs> Everyone uses searches on Google, right? Okay, she didn't speak this time. Okay, anyways, as with all content marketing platforms, you should create a list of content themes to guide your posting strategy. Think educational, one-on-ones, or did you knows? You could also use a theme as a content theme as maybe as inspirational. So sharing your testimony or thoughts on a topic. You could also have a content theme of just being product or service focused, breaking down your your product you sell and its benefits or services that you sell and, and really getting granular about, testi- again, testimonies that um, uh, success stories of, of customers that have been through whatever it is you you sell you could um also within the blogging 
sphere. I, I highly recommend writing titles and posts that are search engine friendly, like five things you should know about XYZ or three acts actions you should take if you are in XYZ. These are so, so juicy and helpful um, for, for, again, getting your blog found and your website and services, services and offerings known and seen. Uh, think of articles and titles you would actually Google if you were on search for your brand, service, or product. If you have your own website, again, chances are it's, it offers these blogging capabilities so you can build out your blog effortlessly in your website platform in that way. It'll obviously take time and bandwidth to write blog posts, uh, which I recommend. Again, this is something you should be doing weekly, uh, but you could outsource someone to, to ghostwrite blog posts for you. It's definitely something you can do if you have limited time and bandwidth and skill. Um, and it's it can be relatively low cost. Upwork is a, uh, a place I recommend to hire someone who does this regularly, uh, again, at a relatively um, low hourly rate. Now, the next content marketing channel I'm going to recommend is vlogging, um, which is basically video blogging, um, another term for, for it. And this is going to take you to the video screen. And some people will be entirely anti being in front of the camera, um, but it, it truly brings life to your brand and your offerings and can be super beneficial in people understanding what exactly you are trying to sell. If you, if you want to showcase your product or service in a, a highly visual way, or you have a complicated product or service that needs a show, not a, a tell approach, video is highly the way to go. In fact, Google uh, found that 55% of consumers use online video for shopping research. And the good news is that these days, consumers aren't always, they're really not, expecting a highly produced expensive branded video as long as your video educates or inspires short form realistic content is totally okay seriously and i say that because camera equipment can be expensive and if you plan to shoot video content on your own without help you can consider simple tools like i'm i'm not, again not even kidding your phone you may want to invest in a few accessories to improve the quality like a clip on camera lens that's something you could could definitely find on amazon and also a flexible tripod to hold your phone while you interact with your product but video shot on your phone can be edited through really simple to use apps on your phone itself um there's InShot. you can use adobe premiere rush and even iMovie, obviously on your laptop um so again another channel i just recommend getting started with um, to boost your your marketing efforts. And then my last one, maybe my favorite, is podcasting or audio production. Now, if if you don't have the bandwidth to pursue video content, audio is a great option. Obviously, that is is one I'm I'm doubling down on. Podcasts continue to grow in popularity and are a great way to foster an engaged audience and turn potential customers into loyal followers and then paying customers. 
Podcasts are also a powerful storytelling tool while some of us know to know are, are very known to multitask while we listen to a podcast. Hashtag mom life. I'm, I'm guilty of that too. A recent study found that 81% of podcast listeners pay close attention to what they hear. Basically what you share in short digestible audio bits through a podcast. These bits have a huge potential to resonate with your audience and drive purchase consideration. I personally have loved starting my own podcast, and maybe that's because I love storytelling. But again, th this is one that I highly recommend, and I think I, I want you to think about the content themes that you could use to bring forth your your purpose, your message, your offerings through this this channel. Podcasting it takes about for me takes about three hours a week between writing the the episode that's about one hour, recording and editing it is about another hour and a half, and uploading and distributing it is only about thirty minutes. So that is something to be prepared for as you consider this channel, the time commitment you can allocate towards it. Um, but it, it's it's really something I highly recommend and. If you want to pursue it, I have um, definitely recommendations for you to get started within um, my purposeful marketing and PR playbook. Okay, and if you're following all this and you're like, this is amazing, I love it, I want to do this, but you're like, oh my goodness, how do I get started just creating content for them? And I might say... I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> I, again, I'm going to say, come learn more. Come learn more about content themes, content cadence, content tools to publish all this content to help you get it out there in the world in the Purposeful Marketing NPR Playbook. My online course I just launched, it's it's really content marketing is just one baby piece of this massive puzzle that is the purposeful marketing and playbook PR playbook. Um, and I just want you to come get the practical tools given in it. And if you visit poemparcel.com today, you can get $150 off the course um, by, by just joining our, our email list. And I want you to be on this journey with me. I want to coach you through this process. We'll learn together and we'll get you going on these, these tips and tricks that I, I share quite freely <laughs> on this podcast. Now, if you have questions about the course, I know that that I certainly may not be answering all of them um, on <laughs> on the website. Um, so please drop me, drop me a DM, a direct message on Instagram at Plum and Parcel, and I'd be happy to answer any, any questions you have regarding it. I just want to continue to encourage you to, to believe in yourself and what you can accomplish, what you can achieve, and what you're doing to date, whether you are running a side hustle, if you dream of doing something 
purposeful and powerful on your own. If you're out running your own business already, I just want to say, keep going, keep doing what you're doing and um, know that there are plenty of resources out there to help you. And I certainly just want to be one of them along the way. So until then, until I hear from you, uh, go market your purpose, friend. I'm here again as a resource. So don't be afraid to, to reach out. I will see you here next week. Hi, friend. If this podcast inspired you, encouraged you, or helped you feel more purposeful, the biggest thank you would be to leave a quick review on Apple iTunes, reshare on social media, tagging my team and me at Home and Parcel, or pop this episode over to a friend via text, letting them know that this podcast might have a positive impact on their life too. I hope to meet you back here real soon. Now go out into the world and start marketing your purpose. See you next time.